to stop us from falling in those places or veering down those roads when it gets tough in our walk because it's not every day that we're really strong. We do have moments where we do feel a little bit more weak. We do have a little bit more uh, moments where our flesh is being attacked a lot more and we're, I don't want to say susceptible, but, you know, it's, 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 a, lot, it's a lot harder, let's say. Um, so I just wonder what sort of things do people kind of put in place to restrict themselves from falling into those sins that take us out of holiness? If anyone wants to share. Um, yes, bro. Uh, I believe... Uh, hold on. Sorry, if, if, if you're not talking, could you please have your mic off because it disrupts. Go ahead, bro. Um, yeah, I was saying, uh, you know, <clears throat> yeah, so the boundaries and implications that you can put down, uh, me personally, you know, um, obviously now it's summertime and everything is hot, you know, it's, it's, it's a struggle because sometimes, you know, you see, you see on social media, people going out, people going to block parties, people, this and that, and that, you know, and it's like, you sometimes you feel urged to go. You know, but what I try and do now, me personally, I'm trying to unfollow those pages that are promoting these type of things on social media. I'm telling you, social media is so powerful. It can literally, like, you know, it can change one's perception of the world or one's, you know, perception of life and how you should live life, you know. And it's like, I feel sorry because when people don't know Christ or don't know how we should be living or how we should be trying to live like, it's very easy to be swallowed up by the devil's tricks. So, again, in a nutshell, just trying to unfollow these people, you know, not associate with these type of people that are promoting these things. Because association is, is can, can, again, change your mind. I, I don't know the exact saying, but it's birds of the something flock, something. I don't really, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, if, yeah. if you understand yeah. what I'm trying to say, you know, yeah. just trying to distance yourself from flock, flock together. Exactly. That's it. That's yeah. it. So, you know, and even even the scripture says, you know, what what good does it do uh, a righteous? Sorry, don't quote me. Righteous and unrighteous. That that's in a relationship, I believe, it's talking about. But it could be just in a normal friendship. You know, how can you, you know, chill twenty four seven with someone that's an unbeliever? And, you know, that doesn't doesn't really have a way in life. You know, mm. so it's, how can you? So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to surround myself more with people that are trying to live for Christ, you know, living for Christ and unfollowing these type of people that promote these things on social media, you know. So yeah. th those, are the, those are the implications you can put. Obviously, there's more, but, you know, it's all about finding for yourself. Because me personally, you know, I'm quite younger. So all of these, so a lot of these things, you know, it's not, I'm not, I don't really worry about too much right now, but just certain things like this, social mm -hmm. media and friends and that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But I think for your age group especially, I mean, I don't want to say it's harder, but I feel like there's more of that pressure. Obviously, I know you've not, you kind of detach yourself from particular friendships, but would you say it's a lot more, there's a lot more, like I said, pressure attached to because you're in that age group. The expectancy is to do certain things. Do you understand what I mean? So if you're not, not to say that you're not participating, but because you're obviously you're a teenager, like you're amongst other, like your, 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 your fellowship or your group around you, are doing certain mm. things now, and if you're not seen to be doing those type of things, it's almost like you're looked at as the guy who's mm. not relevant. Do you understand what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. That's that's how it is. You know, there's a lot of pressure, and mm. and it's like through 
I, will, I don't want to blame this all on social media, you know, but it's a lot of it has to do with social media and it's, it's a lot of pressure on young people to do, for example, it could be, you know, going to this block party and getting wine, getting wine from candy, you know what I'm saying? And doing this and doing that. How many girls have you done stupidness with? And all of these things, you know, and it's like, I, I generally believe, you know, that these are these are lies from the devil that are being put into society. You know, to destroy because it's like it's like if you if you're trying to cut something down, where do you where do you start with the root, right? So that's mm-hmm. where the root is young people, you know, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of poison going on in this in this world right now, you know. Um me personally, uh, again music is another thing. That's one of the things I really struggle with and I and I ask that everyone prays for me. You know, because it's like music is so powerful. It can affect the way you think, the way the way you feel, you know. And it's like, I've always had this thing for drill music, you know. And it's like, <laughs> like I used to, I used to, I used to listen to drill music a lot. But it's like when you, when you're born again, it's like there's certain things that make you feel bad. Like we were speaking, you know, there's certain movies that you, or scenes in movies that you can't watch because, you know, it doesn't sit right with you. Um yeah. Yeah, so just certain things I hear through music that I don't really like and I, and I try to distance myself from. But yeah, man, honestly, there's a lot of pressure for young people to do, to be involved in, in these type of things. Mm-hmm. And by God's grace, you'll get through easy, bro. Don't worry about it. Just keep praying and everything will be all right. But I think, like it says in the verse, it says, you know, uh, it said before, so it's to prepare ourselves. We're going to expect to have these things. Like for me, I'm going to, my, my, my good friend's getting married, so I'm, I'm going to check into a hotel tomorrow and, I know through that wedding afterwards that there's going to be drink, there's going to be music. Do you understand? So I'm already preparing myself for that environment. Everyone's Christian, don't get me wrong, my boy is Christian and his wife-to-be is Christian also. But the enemy is always, it says the enemy is like a, a, a roaring lion seeing who, may, who he may destroy. So it's, it's about precaution. It's about, as I said, boundaries. What things are you setting in place? You know, I know that I'm not going to be drinking alcohol. I know that there's going to be certain things that I'm going to restrain myself from, from falling into anything. You know, it's more about guard, guarding your mind because the attack first starts in your mind, like I said before. Um, sin isn't something that you just do. It's a seed of thought that becomes an action that we actually perform. Um, so it's just about being guarded. I'm not saying to not enjoy it. We're not, you know, we're Christians. We can still enjoy ourselves. We can still live life. But the more that we walk in the spirit, the more that we're aware of these certain things and the traps that the enemy sets for us will never be a portion and will never have success over us because we have already prepared ourselves. Um, and uh, I have a question, bro. Um, do you have, do you find it easier as you, as you grow older, you know, um, how do I say when, sorry, what, need to have in place in terms of like things that you feel you know um kind of hinder you or might take you outside of uh, outside of your relationship in terms of your holiness and how you walk as a christian um there's many things but as a female i feel like it's kind of different for a guy Mm. you know we have to make sure we dress modest that we don't attract the wrong type of attention, you know. So I feel like it's different. It's kind of some, yeah, it's different from a male. Mm. But, um, yeah, like, 
I don't know. Like, there's so many things. Like, we have to guard our eyes, guard our ears, what we listen to, what we watch, you know, who we're around, who we entertain. So, because mm. the spirit is very sensitive. Like, the other day, I, I don't know, I just managed to, like, watch The Real Housewives of, like, New York. I literally yeah. watched, like, five episodes, and I knew my spirit was telling me, like, don't watch this. Do yeah. not watch this. But I was just addicted to watching it, and I thought, okay, nah. But um, I knew in my spirit that I will or have a bad dream because I'm watching this, mm. you know. So true enough, I actually did. Have, I knew in my spirit, like, okay, this is good. I'm gonna have a bad dream because I'm watching this, like. So and I ended up having a bad dream. So the spirit is very sensitive. So sometimes we underestimate how sensitive the spirit is. Yeah. You know. So the enemy is looking for any gateway, like anything. He will take anything. Like he will take any coal, any open gateway he would take you know so we have to guard ourselves all, like all the time and you know what we watch what we listen to who we're around and yeah so just making yeah. sure yeah that's interesting there. yeah it's always good to hear a female's perspective in terms of what types of battles women face you know in terms of like yeah. you know the the different types of temptations and you know because we're all human we all go through it so you know it's, it's cool to talk about it because i think the more that we bring it out and talk about it we're not isolated into our own minds thinking it's just us we all have our yeah. own different things but i think sometimes it's good for us to bring it forward so that we all can potentially share and maybe have some solutions um top before before we cut out you were saying something bro yeah bro um did it did it cut out for everyone yeah. yeah 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 okay okay all right cool yeah um sorry yeah i was staying um i i was asking actually a question it was um as you as you grow older, do you find it easier in the sense of, um, because you know what we were, what we were last speaking about is, um, you know, social, uh, how do I say, society pressure on young people. Do you mm. find that as you grow older, there's still that, that, that sort of pressure, you know, like as in through, through it could be, I don't know, um, uh, let's say you go, you, you're hanging out, right? You go out with your friends. You know, you go to, I don't know, a club. I don't know if you'd be going to a club, but let's just say you, know, you go to a club and everything. Is there, is that, do you feel that sort of pressure to do these type of things? Or is that, you reckon nah. it's just... Hmm. It, it's different. I always say to people, I know it's very cliche and it's kind of like a bit cheesy, but I always say, um, and it's real, um, new levels, new devils. So mm-hmm. as soon as you, as soon as you, I don't want to say master, but as soon as God's grace enables you to overcome certain temptations that you were having, difficulty with new mm. ones will arise and sometimes the new ones you didn't realize that they were something that were as of a hindrance so i don't know let's let's say for me my my earlier difficulties and my earlier, earlier struggles were fornication you know because coming into christ it was like learning how to discipline myself from from fornicating um and the temptation came. There was lots of temptation that came. But once I overcame that, there were other things that I had to kind of let go of. And there were other battles and areas within my walk that I had to conquer. Um, lust, for example, another one. You know, maybe I was struggling with lusting. Um, so, okay, I've gotten, over the, I've gotten over the actual act of fornicating with a woman. But now the lust of the heart, because we know that's a sin. So that was another area that I had to conquer. So I would say... Every time that you're able to kind of overcome particular sins, there are new ones that... But as I said last week, like the diamond uh, reference I gave about refining, 
how we go for a refining process like a diamond all these different types of things that we're able, able to overcome makes us really more Christ-like. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. Um, and we're able to emanate that level of holiness. I'm not going to lie to you. It was hard. And it still is to this day. Um, mm. There were still sometimes battles. Like I said, I was away with my... Um, oh, God is so good. I was... My, my, I was away, <laughs> Amen. I was, I was away with my friend. Sorry, and my... The guy who's getting married tomorrow, my good friend, I was with him for the stag and his brother came down who's not Christian from Manchester and he bought loads of drinks. Um, and I used to drink a lot. Like I was everything, champagne, Cavossier, Ciroc, everything. But when he was asking everyone if he wanted to drink, most people said yes, some people said no. It's not a sin to drink. I'm not saying anyone here who does drink is not a sin. Um, but for me, I know that it could lead me to becoming, to get getting drunk so I just said no but then my friend my, my good friend he actually had a bottle of uh, non-alcoholic Prosecco um, so I was just like okay cool I can still feel like I'm a part of the vibe even though I'm not getting drunk or whatever but it still felt I felt alright it was like it was nice so God always kind of creates windows and pockets for us to kind of navigate through situations I can't remember the scripture but mm. temptations will always arise but there will always be a door for us that will help us to navigate or get away from that particular sin. Yeah, bro, honestly, uh, what you said as well um, uh, about, you know, you know, it's not a sin to drink, but you personally, that resonates, that ministers to me so much because it's like, when I think of that, right, it's like um, there was a verse in the, in the Bible saying that everything oh, is free for a man to do anything, right? But not everything benefits you. You know, and it's like that is that is one of the things that I'm still even coming to terms with. You know, it's like I sometimes I search up, you know, is this a sin, is this a sin, is this a sin, you know, or even I I read and I say this is I try search, you know, and it's like, oh okay, this is this is not a sin, you know. Uh for example, okay, um being on social media isn't a sin, you know. Uh following, you know, funny pages, all of these things is not a sin, but it's like, does it benefit me? In a way, because it's like, okay, I follow these pages um, for for entertainment, you know, feeling this lockdown and everything. I'm following these pages for entertainment, but it's like these pages they let promote a certain lifestyle that's not Christ-like. So it's like, is this benefiting me? Because this can lead me down the wrong, you know, the wrong, the wrong road, you know. And it's like, I love you. I, I love that you said that because it's like, you know, even now I'm trying to, I'm trying to see how I can. Me personally, I can benefit. I can uh, use different, how do I say, ways around. Not how do, how do I put this in terms in a good way? You know, for example, I'm going to use an experience. Okay, we were going out. I believe there was around three of us. We're going. We're actually in Westfield. You know, we were in Westfield. And it was me and my boy and one girl. And then cool. So I'm thinking. I'm looking. I'm looking fly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like this is when. <laughs> I'm looking fly. Obviously, um, this is a couple of days after my birthday or something, man. Right? Mm. And then, you know, I just, I just see, in, I just see a lot of beautiful women, you know. And it's like, okay, I could, I could. It's not a sin to go and speak with these women, but, but then that could turn into lust and these things. And then I had to really sit down and meditate and say to myself, look. I am not at age. What what am I going to what am I gonna benefit speaking to this lady? I'm not getting married anytime soon, you know, and what else can you know, 
when else can I, let's say, enjoy, you know, <laughs> before I'm married, I can't, you know, because I am in Christ. And again, that ties back to obedience and submission. You know, a lot of the times when you're with other people, with friends, I don't know if this will be you guys, I'm speaking for myself, me, sometimes I find it hard to remember and really implement scripture directly into my life to say no to these things. You know, I, I, I still kind of find that hard, you know, but again, by his grace, the grace of God, I'll overcome this, you know, but it's like, it's always about, you know, implementing scripture, you know, so it's like, when I started thinking about this, I said, nah, man. I can't be talking to these females because it's like, this is not going to benefit me. This is not going, I'm not going to get anywhere <laughs> and anywhere but sin. Because, okay, cool, I chat to this lady, get a snap, we're probably going to link up. You know, then it's just going to turn into just the last thing. So it's like, you know, not everything is a benefit to man, you know, even if it's not a sin. You have to know from yourself your own personal uh, uh, journey with your own personal uh, traits, you know. So uh, that's it, man. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing that, bro. That's that's real, and it's like I think that is what I kind of, kind of, I want to kind of say that's real, kind of like spiritual maturity. You know, once you reach that level, because it's so easy to look past what you said and just not really see the harm in it. But you having that level of spiritual maturity, you know, okay, if I go and I speak to this girl and I get her number. There's nothing really that can go forward. And if you get a number, um, the enemy will start to plant seeds in your mind. Oh, it doesn't matter. Just call her. Just meet her up. And before you know it, it will just be a matter of slowly getting into sin. Do you get what I mean? Because the enemy will convince you that there's nothing wrong in terms of going, you know? Um, yeah, so I kind of see it as a really good spiritual level of spiritual maturity. Thank like, you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me... Sorry, sorry, go on. No, that's fine. I'm listening. Oh. Continue. I'm just. I'm gonna add something after. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think for me, and some people might disagree with this in the group, and that's totally fine. But I think for me, I came to the realization that if I got into when I do, sorry, get into a courtship that leads to marriage or whatever, I know that throughout that courtship, kissing is something that I won't do. Um, not because I believe it's a sin. But I'm using, I know that's something that I have to implement as a boundary to stop me from going into sin. Because I know myself well enough to know that it's something that I don't want to do. Um, obviously, that'll be a conversation I have with the woman that I potentially get into a courtship with. But it's also linked into my career as well, into my into my work as an actor. So I've said to my agent, I'm not going to be doing any kissing scenes with any actresses that I work with. Because I want that to be, my work to be a reflection of my lifestyle. So... That took a lot of listening to the Holy Spirit and submission and obedience for me personally. Um, sorry, Melissa, I'll go for it. Okay. I've been, okay, from this from the beginning, I've been um, following from the scripture, First Peter. Um, and we were talking about sin and, you know, falling into um, temptation and, and falling back into our former lusts. So we've all been talking about, you know, sin. And as I, in my life right now, um, I, okay, let's say I've been in Christ for like, um, let's say five years of my life now, properly trying to go after Christ. And um, I've been falling um, in so many different areas when it comes to um, like, just like, like you said, fornication and 
you know, other things I was smoking. So then I got to a point where I was like, okay, I heard the grace messages and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm saved through grace, I'm saved by his blood. But I was still trying to become, I was still, like, I sort of, I, I, I was still trying to follow after holiness and righteousness, basically. So a few years um, of going through this battle, um, I went through like a deliverance, like the young man said, fasting and praying. So I was I, I attended church with Mountain on Fire, so they do like deliverance programs and I attended the church for so long and the first time I mean I've I mean I've only been deliverance twice and I've been attending the church for like ten years. So one day I just said, Let me go for this deliverance. So I went for deliverance, I came home, I had no desires for smoking, I had no desires for these desires just left me. so I knew that all those works, all those me working to do it, it was like my, I was trying for my own strength. So when that happened, when I was free through the spirit and through God actually touching me, like you said, other things now came up. So, you know, the big things before you, like, oh, you know, fornicating and doing these things that, that look big in our eyes. When we can take away these things, now other things started coming. So I was thinking, oh, how can I ever be, we can never be perfect, but how can I ever get to this place? You know, so like right now I'm even thinking, what is this place that we're trying to get to? Like, when is it, is, is it something that we have to keep on doing, like wrestling with? For the whole of our walk so i've been pondering on john one first john this past few days and oh, something marvelous came up you know and it actually coincides with this first peter so as i was listening to you guys you were talking about falling in sin it's first john three if mm -hmm. first john three yeah from mm -hmm. first john three mm -hmm. from first john three three so I've got both scriptures open. So with your Peter, First Peter, um, one thirteen, it was saying that you should build up your loans, be so sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Christ as obedient children. So it's it keeps talking about hope, hope, hope. Like you, you need to hope in Christ and hope in what He's done. Not so much. I know it kind of it, it does it does make us look at ourselves when it talks about former threat, former lust, but. It does, we, we can't like ignore the part where it keeps saying hope, hope in Christ, hope in Christ. So then in this first Peter um, 22, it was saying, seeing you have purified yourself, you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit. So it's obeying the truth, obeying God's commandments, obeying through your spirit. So I believe it says that you are purifying your soul, you are purifying your spirit by even wanting to obey this command. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your mic's muted, Melissa. Oh, sorry. It's all right. Um, John 1.3.4 also says, and every man that has this hope in him purifies himself, even as he is pure. And it says, Whoever, whosoever committeth sin transgresseth the law, for the sin, for sin is the transgression of law. But you know that Jesus has come to take away our sins, and in him, in Jesus there is no sin. So whoever abides in him sins not, and whoever sins has not seen him. So little children, let no man deceive you. He that does righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. So hmm, he that has committed sin is of the devil, for the devil's sin has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he must destroy the works of Satan. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. For his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he is of God. And then when I went back to your scripture, it was talking about seed, that we have been raised with it, 
with incorruptible we have been born again not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible seed so this thing of sin is, is i'm at a place now and i'm like wow is this thing is it a physical thing is it a spiritual thing are we done with it are we still so but that's where i am right now i'm really but this okay. scripture has literally given me life like <laughs> God bless you, man. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, man. Definitely have you in prayer as well. Um, it's funny because you mentioned two things like purification, pure, pure, the word pure being uh, repeated quite a lot um, in those scriptures. And it does touch on what I was saying in terms of a pure, what well, I said last week, sorry, a purification process is our refining because the diamonds process in becoming that diamond has to go through the fire it has to go through the smoke it has to go through the cuts for it to be that finish um the more i don't want to make it out like it's a physical thing that we're trying to achieve because you said obedience and through obeying god and obeying him in the spirit we find our deliverance so we become more like christ the more that we're working on ourselves the more that these uh sins um these things that we've picked up in our former life are 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 are, are delivered are burnt from us we become more like christ we become more we could become mirroring his spirit um, yes. um how can i put it it's an individual journey and i don't want to make it out like christianity is about seeking to do these things personally but it's the holy spirit that will take you through certain experiences that will refine you and teach you certain things. There's some things that I found out through my deliverances uh, and uh, continuing deliverances that I'm going through that I never knew existed. I never knew nothing about generational curses until the Holy Spirit bring it to my attention through my fasting and praying. Um, I didn't know anything about, I know it's not really kind of mentioned uh, specifically in scripture, but soul ties. Um, all these things that I had accumulated in my old man, the Holy Spirit and God was showing to me and was delivering me from all of these things. So I don't think it's so much of a thing that we're seeking, but I think it's, these are things that God's bringing to our attention. Our destination is heaven. All of us, each and every person, our destination is heaven. But by the time we get there, I, I know, I don't want to paraphrase, but there's scriptures that we leave. These bodies that we have are not the bodies that we're going to heaven with. Do you understand? We have become, a, we have a new body. So it's again, it's almost like a... a it's touching on what I'm talking about in terms of that refining process, us becoming like that diamond, us becoming like Christ. So yes. as long as we're here, we, we, we just obey, like you said, the obedience, obey God, obey him in spirit, obey him in truth, obey him in flesh, and he'll continue to do a great thing and work on us. Um, yeah. yeah, man. God bless you. Thank you so much for sharing that, minister. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, anyone else got anything they want to say? If not, I'm going to not wrap up, but I'm going to use this as a sort of conclusion, conclusive scripture. One of my favorite, favorite um, books um, is, is 119, Psalms 119, uh, verse 9. It's a long book, but I just thought I'd just, I'd just pick this particular scripture. So again, it's Psalms 119, verse 9. And um, yeah, so I'm going to read from the NLT version. Um, so 
Yeah, so Psalms 119 verse 9, it says, <laughs> How can a young person stay pure by obeying the word? So the question is, how can a young person stay pure? And the answer is by obeying the word. Um, everything, everything that we look for. Everything. Sorry, what was the answer, bro? Sorry, I didn't really hear that one. So it says, how can a young person stay mm. pure? Yeah. And the answer was, by obeying the word. Um, mm. So I'll, I'll, read, I'll read it on. I'll read on for a few verses. So it says, by obeying, I have, I have tried hard to find you. Don't let me wander from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. I praise you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. So... It kind of correlates a lot with what Melissa was just talking about, funny enough, you know. Um, so that that literally is, you know, that that is that is our, our antidote. Do you understand? That's one of the reasons why our armor of God is the sword of the spirit. Um, and I found in my in my walk with people that are Christian and people that are not Christian, I've had family members that I wouldn't say I've fallen out with, but it all stems from the word of God because the word of God is sharp like a double-edged sword. You know, it says it cuts, it cuts deep. Um, and I've noticed how people who don't want to live by God's word, how they react to it when I, when I bring it up, when I talk about God's word and how important it is for us to literally, literally have that as our blueprint and do not, do not, do not, do not uh, dilute yourself to please anyone because there's times where I've had conversations with some with particular people and it's like I brought the word of God up in that and the way that they've reacted, what I saw manifest in these people when I used the word of God, it showed me that some people, I don't know, I, I can't I can't account for their lifestyle or how they want to live as Christians, but for me, yeah, it's, it's, it's as it says, you know, if, if we want to stay pure, it's simply by obeying the, the word of God because that is what is going to navigate us through this through this life experience and that's what's going to keep us pure and that is what's going to enable us to stay on the battlefield and conquer in Jesus' name. So, anyone got anything they want to share on that or if they've got anything from that? Yeah. Yeah, so... Oh, I missed out this person. So yeah, I think that's that's it. Sorry for for Emmanuel. We just joined in. We just looked at we just looked at this verse. Um, I'll read it again. Um, it's just on the purification. Um, so it says, "How can a young person stay pure?" And the answer was by obeying your word. So again, this is this is this is uh, Psalms one hundred and nineteen, verse nine. Again, that's Psalms one hundred and nineteen, verse nine. Um, so yeah, if you can bookmark that and just meditate on that. Um, yeah, because I find that the more things that I find in my in my understanding of the word of how I used to live and what God teaches me from reading his word, like I fall in love with it so much. I get into such a a deeper relationship, a deeper love with God. Like we looked at John a few weeks ago and um, we looked at John 1, 1. In the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. So my struggle in my very early stages of my walk um, 
was <laughs> speaking to people who, well, I don't want to say people, particular um, Muslims who were like, how can, how can the Son of God be God at the same time? It doesn't make sense. We believe that Jesus is a prophet, but he can't be the Son of God and God. Um, and through understanding that scripture, it gives me so much, I don't want to say it from a debate perspective, but uh, an antidote to give the message and give the gospel in a way that is for them to understand and in Jesus' name hopefully be delivered um, and give their lives to Christ. So the more that I fall in love with God's word, the more that I find in God's word, it enables me to walk, live and speak in a particular way and speak of the gospel in a particular way. And I pray that will be all for all of us as well. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I have a question for Melissa. Um, you know, what you said, it was really powerful. You know, when you went to, when you did this uh, deliverance and you went home and that day, obviously, you felt all of the, uh, how do I say, urges or, or temptation for these type of sins. It's okay, and left, yeah. yeah, um, like, what type of deliverance did you do? <laughs> like, what, what did you do? <laughs> was it fasting it was or praying? It was maybe a three-day deliverance. It was fasting wow. and for me, I never fasted. Like, I, for me, struggling, my mom used to always make us fast. I would be the one to break. So I could mm. never fast. So when I went for this deliverance, three days straight fasting, I said, what? There's no way I can do that. They said, don't mm. worry. So then... Funny, Imagine, funny, wait, wait, sorry. Uh, yes. wait, do you mean three days without, uh, um, without food? food? Yeah, okay. without food, no food, no water. Three days, and the Spirit of God is the one that, that strengthened me to do it. Because I don't know how I did it. Someone that couldn't even fast till 3 o'clock. I fasted three days. So that means that was my time. It was my appointed time for my deliverance that time. Mm. So I was in the church for how long, and I never went. So God is mm. watching. God, you know, God is in control. God knows the path we're going through. He Amen. knows what he's going to the future to you know, for me to testify he knows he knows did you, you know did you did you feel the urge to because that's actually so strange i was speaking of daniel you know like there's a there's a lot of things i'm going through now um that i want these chains to be broken in my life i would you know actually I, I believe obviously we're set we're set free once we're born again but it's just there's a lot of things i'm holding on to and i want to let go truly uh like similar things you've been uh you, you stated you know, yeah. and I, it's very strange because I felt an urge myself actually to do a three-day fast. And I'm speaking of Daniel, yeah. you know, for clarity, number one, and all of these things. And it's, it's actually, it's amazing how how you said these things, you know, and it's like, and it's, I believe, I'm going to I'm gonna go yeah. forward with that. I'm definitely going to go it's forward. It, it, it goes, these things mm. must go through prayer and fasting. That's what it says. Mm. You know? Amen. So Amen. I guess it, it works for me. It actually works. And I can't say I haven't fallen. Because during this COVID-19, boy, I was sitting idle and, you know, some things came back. But during that time, during that time, you were saying, God was speaking to me, saying the root, the root, the root of these things that you're doing is cut off. You know, you have truly been delivered. Like, it's cut off. It's not going to be like before where, you know, you put, you're you constantly wrestling. Now, it's like, I ju I'm just resting in, in God's strength. Because he said, it, your weakness, your my strength is made perfect in your weaknesses. So I'm resting in that. That's where I am right now. And I want you to, to as well, rest in God's strength. And you'll see Thank these you. things just leave. They'll just be falling off in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Wow, and another thing I just wanted to share, I don't know if this is a statement or a question, or, but it's just it's something that I, I came to, to understand and is that, you know, I was speaking with one of my sisters about uh, 
being born again. You know, when she was like, she, she, said, she said some things to me like, you know, before I come to, to Christ and ask for forgiveness of my sins and surrender to Christ, I want to read the word of God first and try and become a better Christian and then come to Christ. And, you know, I, I, I sat there and I was like, oh, like, you know, they got it all wrong. Like, even me, I had this idea, you know, that's, that's, it's all wrong, you know, and it's like, I had to, I even had to, you know, really deep because that's the exact same mentality I had when I was out in Sudan when I found Christ. You know, it's like I wanted to become perfect first, then come to Christ, you know, because I felt so, I felt so, how do I say, guilty, you know, for, for my sins, you know, when I had that time to actually realize and meditate um, from, the, from the word I was hearing, you know, from the word of God I was hearing from someone else. And, you know, it's like, no, we come to Christ broken that's how that's when we come to christ we come to christ broken we surrender and we we, we allow him to transform us when you truly say to yourself you know i am done running away from christ you know i'm done running away i'm broken and i feel no satisfaction in the world you know me personally you know growing up i've been making some sort of money you know uh through, through acting and all these things and it's like i never felt satisfied you know i was getting paid good money never felt satisfied i was you know oh i was linking up with all my friends and girls and there's no satisfaction you know and that's when you come to christ when you are broken you know and another on the other side on the flip side is you don't even have to be broken to come to christ you know because i even even me personally it wasn't as emotional as you know like a lot some a lot of people you know uh testimonies i see you know so emotional they're crying and it is and, you know, and it's like on the flip side, a lot of people feel like they have to have that emotional, you know, um, uh, experience to come to Christ. But no, it's, you know, for some people, it can be very emotional. For some people, it can be, you know, repentance. The, the, the word, the meaning of repentance, sorry, in, in Greek is uh, to turn away. You know, it could be a decision. Obviously, there, there should be some, you know, uh, like, how do I say, remorse or feeling, uh, feeling, a bit guilty for your sins, of course, that that's the that's be there. But, you know, those are the two sides. And that's why I told my sister, you know, I told her that, look, you come to Christ broken. You can, you know, the, the whole meaning of the gospel, the true meaning of the gospel is we are not perfect, but in Christ, we are made perfect. Through Christ, we are made perfect. That's, you know, that was a real turning point in my life when I really, you know, acknowledged that. And meditate on that. So yeah, man. God bless, man. God bless. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, man. Yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a really good day today, man. I'm so glad that we've unpacked all these different things together and shared it. Um, yeah, we've literally got like a few minutes before it cuts out again. Um, so I'm just going to quickly close in prayer. Unless somebody is anyone happy or um, bold enough to step forward and close us in prayer, bless us, should I say? Does anyone want to do that? Talk, no, 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 I want to nominate you, Tom. Okay. <laughs> no come, problem, come, bro. Come and bless no us problem. Prayer, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. God is great. Okay. Heavenly Father, um, I want to give you thanks for bringing us all together today, for giving us and letting us see another day to unpack your word and to really digest this wonderful gift you've given us. You know, um, look, Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much for giving your only son to die on a cross for our sins, you know, so we can be made righteous through him, not by works, but through faith alone. So Heavenly Father, 
We give you all the thanks. We give you all the glory. I pray in the name of Jesus that this word that we have read today ministers to every person that is hearing this message right now. And I pray in the name of Jesus that the word of God remains in our hearts, in our soul, and in our, in, in our mind. So when obstacles come and, and, you know, temptation arises, we can rebuke it through the precious word of God. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. Thank you, bro. Thank you Thank so you. much, bro. God bless um, you too. Thank you all guys for coming. I hope, I hope it's been a, a good session for you today. Um, yeah, I just pray that, yeah, we continue to stay in God's word and we continue to stay pure by using his word as our weapon. Um, so, yeah, thank you all. And, um, yeah, same time next week at 7.30. If you want to invite someone, feel free to invite somebody, even if they're not in Christ, you know, let them come through as well. Um, and we can all unpack together. So, yeah, thank you all again, man. Have a good evening. And hopefully see you next week. God bless you. God bless you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.